0: One of my managers was sick at nine o'clock at night. I had to go in and close the restaurant. You yeah. know After being home at eight thirty, you know, they call me in, they put on a shirt, put on jeans. You know, I had to go in. Yeah. You know, as an owner, you, you got to wear multiple hats.
1: There's a charity event there on Monday. At fiddlers? Yeah. Yeah. Every fun day.
2: If you want to uh, go, JT. Right after a little like short heat wave. Right after that, the weather's is. Oh yeah, I played at seven thirty a.m. Oh. Oh yeah, it was it was perfect
0: yes they were done by 10 right before they the heat Come on, came. Joey, you gotta get out there dude i know dude i could only imagine watching joey swing up there <laughs> <laughs> oh, nah, nah good all right let's get into it oh man it before we
1: spin more good shit let's do it benny what episode is this 44 episode 44 of the real talk podcast it's your host joey and thomas and if you like what you're hearing please like subscribe and comment down below Woo! we got a good one on today oh yeah all right just
2: crack it right into well, it
1: today we have kevin Tremarkey. Restaurant tour of Tri-State Restaurant Group, 22 West, Epic Cookies, Slingin' Dogs, and Oinkamu Barbecue and Burgers. Everybody, welcome, Kevin Tremarkey. What's going on, Kevin? Hey, how you guys doing? Long, Ooh, yeah. long overdue. Long overdue. overdue. I know, dude. So, for the people that don't know what you do, can you kind of explain like what Tri-State Restaurant Group is and and everything like that?
0: Yeah. So, uh, Tri-State Restaurant Group started. You know, I opened 22 West about seven years ago now. Um, I started the restaurant group right after I opened the second restaurant, um, Oink and Moo Barbecue. We turned that into Oink and Moo Barbecue and Burgers now, where we serve uh, fresh barbecue food, burgers. Um, And then it kind of just started expanding from there. Um, Now we have a network of, we have a cookie place, bakery, um, our epic cookies to specialty cookies. We have 25 to 30 flavors all the time. Uh, We do custom cakes, custom cookies, uh, cupcakes, ice cream, gelato, uh, you name it, you want it, we can do it. Mm. Um, so yeah, so we just kind of started a group of all different different concepts, something that um fits in and uh, people like, and something that's different, not around town. Yeah. Um, I always try to open up a new concept that no one else is doing. Mm. Um, something refreshing, something fresh. Um, so yeah, hundred percent. Why was it important to put it all under like one umbrella? Uh, it's just so everybody knew that we were all part of one group yeah. so everybody knew when they came to 22s and they came to epic that it was the same ownership um same group same quality of food as well yeah. um you know one big thing about 22 west is um you know we have grown over the past seven years and our food quality and our um product that we put out every single day is always the best so we kind of built off of that and wanted to make sure everybody knew that You know, Epic Cookies and Oink and Moo and Slinging Dogs was always part of that great food quality, great Mm -hmm. service that uh, 22S and Tri-State, you know, produces. How did you get into, like, the whole food space? Oh, man.
2: (laughs) 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 bringing back. Bring back memories,
0: (laughs) huh? Uh, Walk memory lane. Uh, So uh, graduated high school, um, actually worked in two kitchens during high school. Um, I was a cook at the Sheraton Hotel, Mm -hmm. and then I opened the Friendlies when it opened way back when I'm 22. Uh, No longer there now. I Mm -hmm. think now it's like Orange Theory or something Mm -hmm. like that, but kind of fell in love with the whole cooking and uh, uh, putting out great food and seeing people like, you know, eat your good food and really kind of review your good food. Mm -hmm. Uh, So um, yeah, when college acceptances were coming around, I put in an application for Johnson and Wales into the uh, restaurant management and culinary program, uh, got accepted, uh, went up to Providence, Rhode Island, was there for four years, uh, did a restaurant management degree, did a two-year culinary associates degree. Um, The culinary program was very fun, taught you a lot, um, definitely learned a lot more being in the industry now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So yeah, graduated Johnson & Wales, worked in a couple kitchens up there, uh, worked in David Buster's, was uh, Mm -hmm. probably my most entertaining job, for sure. (laughs) Uh, I think it was like a 14 or $16 million Dave & Buster's. I mean, we were cranking. Mm, yeah. uh, so I really learned how to work a grill fast and mm-hmm. efficiently. Mm-hmm. Uh, made good burgers then. Um, Then worked in a country club, uh, which was very interesting. I did have uh, one of the members come into the kitchen one time. I was the sous chef, actually, at that country club up in Rhode Island. And had a member come in and tell me that his wife wanted uh, shrimp with soba noodles. No problem. And this was a high-up guy member, you know, yeah. the membership forever. And, you know, country clubs, like, members always kind of come first. It's whatever the members want. So this guy comes in, hands me a $100 bill, and says, I need you to go to Shoprite and get soba noodles for my wife for shrimp. No problem, sir. You know, you got to be very respectful. They pay your bills. You know, they've been in much... Run your shot. So um, I said, no problem. I got in my car. I went to ShopRite. I got soba noodles. uh, Made this this woman an amazing shrimp teriyaki with soba noodles. She loved it. Um, Next day, went to the GM's office, handed him my keys, and said he's the reason that I quit. And I walked out. Uh, Got in my car, drove back to New Jersey, uh, lived with my parents for a few months, got my feet back together, Uh, Got a great job with uh, Sage Dining Services right out of college. Uh, Actually worked for my all-modern, Rutgers Prep. Um, They opened a brand new uh, cafeteria facility with Sage Dining Services. Kind of got back into the swing of things after that little hard episode. Um, Lasted there about three, four months. It kind of wasn't really my ideal position. Um, It was more we were working off recipes. I wasn't able to be kind of sort of creative. Um, I saw a lot of wasted product that like we couldn't use because of, you know, just the contract that they have there. Um, so I started looking for a new job, uh, came across the Imperia right on Easton Avenue as the executive chef or sous chef job at the time, uh, applied for it, uh, went in there for an interview with the chef there. Uh, me and the chef hit it off pretty good. He hired me on the spot. Um, and then, yeah, I started working at the Imperia, uh, was there for, a. Four years, went from sous chef to executive chef. And then um, there, there came a time where I was like, I'm done working for someone else. Mm. Uh, I think I'm ready to open up my first restaurant. What was that switch? Uh, just four years of making pretty much the same salary, uh, missing out on bonuses slightly because of out of my control. Mm. Uh, salespeople were undercutting some of the pricing. Uh, not able to hit my food costs and my payroll costs like expected, you know, when you know I'm I'm shooting for something and they're undercutting. Yeah. You know, you're selling a party for 25 but they sell it for 15. Mm-hmm. Hard to get a food cost that four dollars a person for a buffet. I mean it's yeah. just it's nearly impossible. So uh so yeah so I kind of kinda of put some thought into it and then uh started reaching out to some realtors, uh getting some Getting some feelers out there. Um, actually, before I landed at the old "quote unquote" the office, um, I was actually in contract with a place in Bernardsville, mm. um, and it wasn't going to be Twenty Two Us. It wasn't going to be a burger place. It wasn't going to be a gastro pub. It was actually going to be a fine dining Italian restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And then what, what? What was the switch? I was like, all right, I'm going to switch it all over to a gastro pub on Twenty Two Us. <laughs> yeah.
0: Was it the location? Was it so? Um, the contract fell out of contract. The owner uh, had cold feet, mm-hmm. didn't want to sell anymore, uh, wanted to open up a different concept, uh, which he did. I, I forgot what the place is called now. But um, so, yeah, fell out of contract with that. And then, as you kind of look at places and you start feeling out the communities and feeling out locations and what can be kind of best for the community and the location. Um, the office kind of fell into my lap. And, you know, Tim Delaney of Delaney restaurant groups, you know, called me and said, Hey, I got a perfect place for you. You know, I was like, it's right on the highway. It's in your neck of the woods. I knew you grew up in Bridgewater. And I said to him, I was like, all right, well, you know, like, wh- what is it? Like a hands or, you know, it's a green old grill. I would love to take that place over. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like, well, you know, like, we're, like, what are you talking about? He's like the office. So I was like, Dude, the office. So I was like, I grew up at the office. Like you lived <laughs> in Bridgewater, and you weren't at the office, and you didn't have their mozzarella sticks. I mean, yeah. something, you know, something else is off. Yeah. You know, so um, so yeah, I looked at the office, and uh, uh, the numbers were great. The building was selling for uh, great value at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, got some funding together, and uh, sure enough, just July twenty nine, uh, July nineteenth, twenty twenty, God, twenty 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 it was 2016. Yeah, it was early. 2016 is when we bought the place, and uh, I haven't looked back. 100%. Kev was actually, we actually filmed the
1: grand opening of 22 West back really? Then. Yeah, yeah. Kev was one of our first clients.
2: Damn, what, what was that feeling like, like once, uh, once the door's you know, open?
0: It, it, it still hasn't really hit me. Yeah. You know, it still hasn't hit me. Um, you know, when I first opened 22, I was the executive chef. Um, I did have a partner at the time who was like more of the GM, front of the house guy, so... You know, I was in the kitchen. I was in, you know, I was on the line with the guys. I was working. I was prepping. Um, So it really just felt like another job when you kind of first opened up. Mm -hmm. Uh, Track forward, you know, seven years now. um, You know, I've taken a step back in the restaurant. I have a great GM now. I I got two great managers. I got a good workflow. We have a good, you know, I have a phenomenal executive chef who, uh, you know, shout out to Mike England. Shout out Mike England one time. You know, Mike Ooh. England, bro. Um, you know, me and him graduated Johnson Wales together. Mm-hmm. Um, he took over, actually, my position at the country club when I left. Um, you know, I, when I was buying 22, I reached out to him. and said, hey, I'm buying a restaurant. He's from New Jersey. I was like, what are the chances do you want to come down and be my sous chef? Uh, he gave it some thought for like a month or two, and then, you know, he decided, like, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Um, now he's my executive chef. Um, he's got the full reins of the kitchen. The guy is creating the menus now. You know, obviously with my intake, but it's, you know, he's, he's he's doing a great job. Our food quality has I think gotten better over the years. Our burgers are the best in town. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I stand by that. We got great wings. We have mm-hmm. great product, great service. So, um, so yeah, it's 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 starting to really kind of come together. So, coming from like a chef background, where did you learn the business
1: skill set in in running a restaurant? Fun fun story about that.
0: <laughs> so as obviously as a chef, and you know, like I did do the schooling of the restaurant management. Um, they gave you a few details on food costs and labor costs and like costing stuff. But um me and my old partner broke up about six to eight months into us opening, and I knew nothing about the bar business. Mm-hmm. Nothing about liquor cost, nothing about what alcohol was with what. I was a chef. I knew, you know, I knew pork. I knew brisket. (laughs) You know, I knew burgers. I know how to saute onions. You know, like, give me, you know, give me a fish to break down. I got (laughs) you. You know, you want a half a cow to break down? No problem. But the bar business was, I was lost. Mm -hmm. I was lost. And um, I actually went to a seminar with John Taffer in Atlantic City. It was a two-day conference. The second day was a meet and greet. There were 10 of us with him and I probably had 120 questions to ask him. No joke. 120 (laughs) questions. My notebook, I had six pages more than, (laughs) um, and, uh, he sat down and he answered every single one of them. Mm -hmm. And at that point I went from four or 5% profits to 12% profits. My bar was profitable. Mm -hmm. I had great drinks, great cocktails. I had great beer list. Um, you know, I shouted out. I you know, he helped me. Uh I read his book a few times over. Um, so yeah, it's you know, it was really it's a learning curve. You mm-hmm. know, and then like every year it adapts, you know, like this year's different than last year, and last year's different yeah. than the year before. I mean, you know, ever since, you know, that thing happened over those over those three years that we don't talk about anymore, <laughs> um, you know, all of our costs are up. Mm-hmm. You know, meat's up crazy. Yeah. Um, there's no steady, there's nothing steady. I mean, PSE and G jumped up three mm-hmm. percent. I mean, it's just it's the restaurant industry got kind of hit really hard. We have to adapt. Um, you know, unfortunately our pricing is going up, minimum wage is going up. So it's been a it's been a struggle mm-hmm. uh over the past couple of years. We finally are making headway again. Mm-hmm. We're back to like our twenty nineteen routine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, before, you know, COVID happened, I opened up you know, I opened up another 2,000 square feet of my restaurant. I, mm-hmm. You know, we expanded our parking lot, 30 spaces, 50 spaces. So I don't even know what that feels like to have more added space mm-hmm. yet or more mm-hmm. added parking yeah. lot yet because of everything that's kind of going on. So, uh, yeah. Well, how, when did you know you needed to scale the, uh, the expansion? So uh, 2020, I, um, I had a deli in Somerville that I bought. Um I bought the old Tommy's deli in Somerville. I turned it into Main Street Gourmet Deli. Um COVID hit right, you know, right as COVID hit, the deli business kind of was just in a decline. I mean no one was no one was in offices. No one was yeah. doing catering. Um I was approached by a buddy Josh who owned the Oinkimu barbecue name at the time. And uh he's like, hey he's like, I know you have a deli in town. He's like, what do you think about switching it to a barbecue concept? And I was like, listen, I was like, who doesn't love barbecue? First off, Somerville doesn't have any barbecue in town mm-hmm. at all. Um, So it's just one of those things that it just kind of worked out at the same time. And then October 1st, 2021, I think it was, mm-hmm. um, Oinkimoo Barbecue and Burgers kind of fl- um, started up. And then I was like, this is kind of cool owning like two places here. You know, mm-hmm. like, you know, like two places are making money. I was like, let's see what a third kind of place brings in. And I was like, what does Somerville not have? And right now there's there's a craze about cookies. Mm-hmm. It is, it is the biggest number one craze. It's over everything. Um, so I was like, let's create a cookie concept, mm-hmm. you know, like, let's figure out like, who's doing what, mm-hmm. who's the big guys right now. It's mm-hmm. crumble cookies mm-hmm. and it's insomnia. Mm-hmm. What do they do best? Crumble does a good rotation mm-hmm. cookie. Insomnia always has your cookies nice and warm. Mm-hmm. Let's marry these two together. Mm-hmm. So when we started Epic cookies, we were doing the rotation of the cookies similar to what crumble did. Yeah. And then we were keeping them warm. Like insomnia does. Mm-hmm. It was great. It was great. And then people were like, hey, we want this flavor all the time. We want this flavor all the time. We want this flavor all the time. So we're like, all right, well, instead of rotating these four cookies, because like one week would be bangers. You know, you got Oreo, you got Eminem, you got Funfetti, yeah. you got Sneaker Doodle, like all these favorite, you know, four favorites. Bang, business is great. Mm-hmm. Everybody's coming in. The next week you got like, you know, lemon tart. You got blueberry crumble. You got a little bit more of like those old school flavors. And like people were like, ah." Eh, they're good, but like I'm gonna wait for like that another banger, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So then what we decided was to just put all the bangers on the menu. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it went like this. <laughs> <laughs> Took off like a rocket. Yeah. You know? So um, so now we rotate seasonally. Um so like right now we got coming out, we got blueberry crumble, apple pie, uh, cranberry white chocolate. Um, so we're gonna have some seasonal stuff. We have our, you know, we always will have our Thanksgiving pies coming up for Thanksgiving season. So now we're more on, the, on keeping 25 to 30 cookie flavors, um, cupcakes, brownies, um, our cookie cakes, our gelatos, always available now. Mm. With so many different like,
1: restaurants and things like that, how do you manage everything all at
0: once? So um, I have a team. Mm. I have a bookkeeper. I have a COO. I have a director. Um, we all you know have a meeting once a week. We kind of go over a game plan every week. Um, our biggest task always is labor. Mm -hmm. is finding employees to work finding you know uh, reliable employees to show Mm -hmm. up on on time Um, so that's been our big hurdle but yeah so I have uh, I got a good network um, of people working for me to kind of keep it all flowing when did you know you needed to hire that executive team at what
1: point in like in your career
0: as soon as I hit about 75 employees Mm -hmm. I started thinking like I needed someone else to kind of help me guide all of the stuff and again being one person, having four different concepts, having four different specials, um, it was a lot. Yeah. You know, it was a lot. It, it was draining. Um, I had, you know, I have two kids now, two young kids now, so um, it gives me the opportunity to see them, hang out with them, be more, you know, alive into their, yeah. you know, their childhood, which is the most growth that they can have. Um, so it, it helped with that. My, my two guys, Evan and Mike, are great. Turn Evan and Mike one time. There it is. <laughs> so yeah so i got you know i got great managers um phenomenal phenomenal pastry chef Catherine del franco um she does a wonderful job at epic cookies i rarely have to pay attention to her um she does a great job with the food cost and the and the flavors is all her now um she's creating the recipes for us so um yeah it's you know it's it's about building relationships building big teams having trust um is 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 huge trust is huge
2: can you touch on like How important the experience, like, getting the actual experience? Because, like, you went to school, and I know you took some things from that, and a lot of people will say, like, I went to school, but I got nothing from it. How much, like, do you credit, like, school to the information that you had compared to just, like, being out there and doing it? So school gives you the basics. Yeah. School gave
0: me how to hold a saute pan, how to use a knife, how to braise something. Yeah. But- nothing is like being in the real world yes. adapting. I mean, as a young entrepreneur to go through COVID, you know, at 31 years old, no when problem. my, you know, 7,000 square foot restaurant had to close for months without knowing an insight. I mean, yeah. learn what I learned over those two years of really being shut down is, is a world of experience yeah. is a world of experience. And I mean, I, you know, Learning from a guy like John Taffer, or learning from um, you know when I first opened, I had a manager slash who turned it to my bookkeeper, this woman Lisa. Um, you know, I, I, I credit so much to her. She was my confidant. She was I treat her like a mentor. I I still you know she she left me in August, you know after six years, and I still text her, hey, I need help with this. She, you know, she's the first person to answer. Yeah. Um. You know, having a mentor, having someone that has been in the industry for way longer than you've even been alive, Mm -hmm. you know, helps you out so much. I mean, I didn't, you know, like, I didn't know how to do payroll. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know how to, like, Mm -hmm. cost certain things or, you know, I mean, when I first started 22 West, I had, my beers were Bud Light, Miller Light, Goose Island, you know, all these generics. Now, I think I have Miller Light, Michelob Ultra, Yinglinger on draft, and everything else is a craft beer. now. Mm -hmm. Like, there's just so much that you just learn that you just don't know, like, as a young kid. Mm-hmm. you know so just being in the industry and just like you know having lisa around and showing me and showing me how to do proper service and like you know have the fork the proper way make sure the napkin's not yeah. crimply and, and and you know ruined mm-hmm. you know the mason jars you know like i spend a lot of money on my mason jars all my mason jars are logo twenty two 22s mm-hmm. like show the logo mm-hmm. you know have the logo facing the customer
2: yeah mm-hmm.
0: you know making sure all the tables are wiped down clean every morning you know the t- the seats are pushed in like certain little it's things like that the- you don't like, no one's teaching you in school yeah. to keep the sh- the seats pushed in, mm-hmm. you know, or to, to, you know, keep the fork in the proper place with the glassware. I mean, every place is different. I mean, when they teach you in culinary school, they teach you fine dining. Like, yeah. that's what they teach you, mm-hmm. you know? And guess what? Like, I don't have spoons on my table. I don't have knives on my table. You know, we don't have linens to fold or mm-hmm. pressed or mm-hmm. any of that kind of stuff. So, like, they really teach you, especially at Johnson & Wales, they really teach you fine dining where, like, 22S is business casual. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not wearing suits and ties with ties. Like, we're wearing, you know, nice button-down shirts, blue jeans, black shoes. Like, we have a comfortable environment. A family environment is what I really want to get out. bring it to it. What are some tips
1: on, like, managing all these relationships and managing employees? Oh, the hardest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's the different personalities. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just gotta, you know You gotta bite your tongue. You know, mm-hmm. you're not gonna agree with a lot of things people say to you. Um, Everybody has an opinion. Everybody thinks they're the owner. Mm-hmm. Everybody likes thinks their opinion is right. Um, but what you got to do is what best is for you, what you're, what what you got to do is the best for you and your interest. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you know, some people might not like it the way that you're doing things, but guess what? It's working Mm -hmm. and it's been working for a while. Mm -hmm. You know, people always say to me, Oh, like you should put this or you should do this. And I'm like, well, why should I like change your burger? Like I got these, I get vendors all the time. Like, Hey, you know, like, Oh, check out our burger patty. Like, dude, like, what if Charles comes in, you know, and it, he hasn't been here for two years, but he knows it's the best burger in the world. He comes in and now it's, all of a sudden it's a different burger. Like, mm-hmm. You can't just change certain things like that. Like, yeah, I can change Tito's to Sky Vodka. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're a Tito's drinker, you're going to drink, you're going to say, I want Tito's Club. But if you're going to say vodka soda, like, you don't care what it is, mm-hmm. you know? But like, so there's certain things that, like, you just need to know that, like, do you and don't listen to anyone else. And yeah. like, opinions are opinions for a
1: reason. Mm-hmm. How did you first get the word out of Twenty Two West, and like, how did you first
0: initially start marketing it? Um, street fairs, mm-hmm. um, all the taste, taste of Bridgewater, taste of Somerset, um, Facebook advertisements. Um, I uh, signed up for the Patriots advertising. I had a uh, billboard in the back, which is still there. Shout out to the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm uh, huge, you know, huge with the Patriots. I have uh, Oink and Moo has got his concession stand there. Twenty Two has got a billboard there. Um, We are now the cookies there for Epic Cookies. We sell all their cookies there. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, just marketing. Uh, I spent a lot of money on advertising and marketing. Um, Gift card giveaways. uh, You name it, we did it. Mm -hmm. So you have other locations
1: outside of like Central Jersey. But do you think it's uh, a benefit to you that you guys are so
0: hyper localized? Um, I think yes, because of the different concepts. Mm -hmm. You know, if I had a 22 West and then I had a 22 West... On 22 West, a couple of miles down, I don't think it would be as entertaining, yeah. mm. you know, where it's like, yeah, like I own a couple different concepts. You know, like I own three businesses right within walking distance in, in Somerville, mm. you know, none of them step on each other's toes. Mm. You know, only can move is barbecue. You got hot dogs or hot dogs and you got cookies and cookies. Mm. Yeah. You, know, you got cookies in a bakery. I mean, nothing mm. really kind of steps on each other's toes. Mm. So it kind of all works. Mm-hmm. And you guys are always at like
1: the fairs and things like that. Why is it important to be part of like a community when you have so many different restaurants?
0: You know, just to show that we're, you know, like no matter how successful you are, you care. Mm-hmm. You know, like you you're willing to give back to the community. You know, we did um the uh Somerville night out, you know, it was mm-hmm. you know, we gave out a thousand free hot dogs, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like free, like, you know, like, the cops didn't pay for anything. Mm-hmm. Like we gave it and you know, like it's 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 something good to just be
2: able to give out to the community. Um, you know, so yeah, a hundred percent. like that comes back around too. Like, yeah, you know what I back. mean? Absolutely. Oh, they gave us free hot dogs. They were banging. Let's go get one.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice especially for gift cards. Like I love giving out $25 gift cards. Yeah. First off, gift cards, you know, like everybody knows like gift cards don't cost me $25. Mm-hmm. It costs me a food, co- you know, yeah. a percentage of that. Yeah. But you know, like I'm in Costco, like we do Costco gift cards. Mm-hmm. I've been in Costco for three years. I've probably given them over 12,000 gift cards. Mm-hmm. I maybe have gotten 300 back. hmm you know what I'm saying, yeah. so it's like it's like I love giving. You know, like and but people love it. Yeah. Like, hey, here's a gift card. 20- oh my god, I'm definitely going there.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. If like, I got a twenty five dollar gift card. I'm probably gonna spend one hundred twenty
0: five. At- <laughs> yeah. Exactly, one hundred percent. Because you're like, oh, twenty five dollars free. Well, like let's let's get another round of beer. Yeah, like, perfect. Yeah. Guess what? <laughs> that beer falls me oh. <laughs> <Yeah>, x <exactly. laughs> yeah. amount of dollars. Yeah. Like, you know, help yourself. One hundred percent. And then it you know makes you feel good. Like, hey, this guy care. You know, gave me a gift card. I'm definitely yeah. gonna tell my friends. Oh wait. You had a great experience. Guess what? You're gonna come back again. Mm-hmm. And like you know, in the industry, we always say if they come back a third time, you got them. Yeah. So like we do, like you know, you come back, you know, you come in for your first time. You know, here's five dollars off your next visit. H- you come back and then here's a free dessert when mm-hmm. you're here. Yeah. Now they come back a third time. You got them. Yeah. Exactly. They're, they're they're regulars. Mm-hmm. You
2: know. What was the first time when you realized like to start pushing out some sort of content, or like like y- you wanted like you start figuring out like how you wanted to like market the business and. And push content out to the people.
0: I guess when uh, I realized magazines don't work. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like everybody likes to come in. Oh, you know, Clipper and all those, you know, magazines come in and they're like, oh, do an advertising, but like nothing works. Like you know, reels and great movies and stuff yeah. that really can see everything about you're doing. You know, like you're you know, like you know, like when we do a reel at 22s when we're doing the whole restaurant, you're seeing the entrance of the building, you're seeing food come out of the kitchen. You're seeing food prepared in the kitchen. You're seeing cocktails made. You're seeing cocktails being taken to the tables. You're seeing the guests reactions to mm. our trash can nachos coming out or our martinis being poured, you know, certain things like that.
2: Mm.
0: You know, it's really, it's, it's good, you know, to like showcase all that stuff because it's tough. Like, you know, like I'm right now I'm working on a new business that um, digitalizes table tents, you know, like mm. in the industry, you know, you go to a restaurant and in the middle of the table is this, you know, this flap that has, you know, like whatever, you know, like for 22 S we will say like Tuesday's dollar wing night, yeah. and Wednesday's this, but nothing is ever in real time. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So like, we're going to push out the like dollar wing night, 30 minutes before dollar wing night comes in, boom, you got wings right on your feet, uh-huh. you know? So, um, you know, right now it's, it's all about getting people in the door, keeping them in the door, showing them what you're doing in the future to have them come back Yeah, is really what it's all about.
1: One hundred percent. And then, how do you manage to do all the content within the umbrella
0: of Tri-State Restaurant Group? Uh, so I have a social media advisor. Mm-hmm. So Basha. Um, Shout out Basha one time. Yeah, Basha. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, she uh, she helps me out. She does all my Facebooks, my Instagrams. She you know comments back on reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, you know it, it is a full time job.
2: Yeah. You know yeah. I mean,
0: people repost us at ten o'clock. You got to be abrupt and you got to be ready to repost that. Um, You got to be up on your hashtags and, mm. you know, and your algorithms. You got to hit the right algorithm yeah. at the right time yeah. to get that, like, you know, that 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 viral, you know, yeah. which we haven't gotten viral yet. So please follow. Yeah, exactly. Follow all of them.
2: <laughs> I mean, selfish everyone. <laughs> Give
1: Kev a follow. That's, it, that's and, it. And then how do you stay consistent? Is just Basha just kind of pushes everything out?
0: Yeah. So, uh, you know, me and her have like a, a schedule now of how many posts we do a week, how many yeah. stories we do. Um, You know It varies You know Like last night was football So like we did A couple more Posts about football mm-hmm. uh, Sunday we got football We got DJs now On Sundays um, So it's just You know Every week it changes So mm-hmm. like we meet Every Monday uh, We kind of go over The week um, We do uh, email blast Text blast Yeah Um, We do social media Stories Reels Posts mm-hmm. yeah. You know Facebook posts Advertising I mean you name it There's so much out there
2: now. How's like the evolution Of that like Relationship been like at first, was it as like structured, or did so, you guys have to like uh, go? The thing
0: about Basha is, so me and Basha met before I even opened twenty two. Yeah. So she was a server at the Imperial when I was the executive chef. Um, she started as a server. She was she was a bartender at twenty two. She was a server at twenty two. She was a manager at twenty two. Uh, so she knows me probably better than I know me. Mm. She knows our concepts better than I know my concepts. Yeah. So she is um. She can do a lot without even getting approval from me, mm. knowing what is next. So yeah. it's good, you know. It's we've probably been with each other for ten plus years now. Oh wow! So she knows, you know, my life. I know her life. Um, she knows every ins and outs of the restaurant. She could step in as a manager at any restaurant. She could step in as a cashier. Mm-hmm. Um, she's my assistant. She's my confidant. I I I wouldn't be where I am without her right now. One hundred, you know, for
1: sure. Do you think that, with your experience of like being in all these kitchens, that your employees respect you more because you've been through the trenches? Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Uh, my my, you know, one thing about 22ist is, um, they know that at any given time I will jump in the back of the line with the guys and help them out. Yeah. yeah. They know if they need a vacation, I'm the first person to cover vacations. Um, you know, we have two food trucks. I am always on the food trucks helping <laughs> out. Yeah. I am. You know, I I am wherever they need me to be. I, my staff knows that I am on call. 24 seven. Um, you know, I got, you know, my, one of my managers was sick at nine o'clock at night. I had to go in and close the restaurant, you
1: yeah.
2: know,
0: after being home at eight 30, you know, they call me and they put on a shirt, put on jeans. You know, I had to go in, yeah. you know, as an owner, you, you got to wear multiple hats, mm-hmm. you know, you got to always be ready to go. You got to always adapt. Um, you always got to put out fires. Yeah. I mean, every day there's fires. I mean, yesterday, you know, on Thursday, there was a worldwide shutdown on square, mm-hmm. like they had a worldwide crash across the World mm-hmm. crashed. 150,000 people were at their point of sale system. Square runs all of my restaurants. Mm-hmm. Wow. So trying to run a restaurant when the kitchen tickets weren't printing to the kitchen, we couldn't run credit cards. Mm-hmm. We 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 had to do cash transactions. We have an ATM. The ATM ran out of money. It's <laughs> just like, oh, you know, it, it, this happened at three o'clock mm. when you were about to go into busy, you know, yeah. six o'clock <laughs> dinner. You know, like I had to run to Walmart to get the 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 flippers for the to write all the orders down. We had to figure out how to get the kitchen to run officially without the KDS screens working. So you always got to put out fires. You know, Like yesterday was a crazy fire to put out, you mm-hmm. know. And with
1: managing so many different people, businesses and things like that, <laughs> how do you balance that with like a family life,
0: home life and just just being sane? And so essentially, you know, um, it's tough. It's, it's really tough. You know, I got a strong wife. Mm-hmm. You know, Corinne is. Shout uh, out Corinne one time. <laughs> is uh she's definitely you know very strong she she helps me out a lot when i have to work late or something comes up some kind of call out um you know like this weekend coming up i have a big event on sunday i'll be gone all day on sunday um and sundays are like my day off like everybody knows sunday is my day don't call me don't text me like please like figure it out you know like whatever you got to do like, at the end of the day i'm around 24 7 yeah but i really try to take off sunday so she you know She's she's awesome. Um, You know, so Saturdays, I really I'm with the kids, you know, and I go to work at night. Mm -hmm. Fridays, I'm working all day. I come home for a few hours, spend time with the kids, go back to work. Um, You know, during the week, uh, you know, Mondays, I keep all of my businesses closed on Mondays to kind of give me that one admin day Mm -hmm. uh, to get things done. I I pick up the kids from school on Mm -hmm. Mondays. Mm So uh, it's, a good, it's a good balance. I got a good balance. Is it, is it hard to
1: flip off the switch off work? Because I know when I, when I come home from a long day and I might want to settle in, it's still kind of on my mind.
0: Yeah. Imagine trying to uh, work all day and then come home to a three and a half year old, <laughs> and one and a half year old, who yeah. haven't seen daddy all day, yeah. who want to jump on daddy, play with i outside, <laughs> run around yeah. the backyard, yeah. jump up and down mm-hmm. when you've had a really hard, stressful day. And then you got to go back at work at six o'clock after that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's tiring. It's tough. Um, I'm lucky to be young. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, I think, you know, you know, being 36 definitely gives it its advantages. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't have to sleep a lot. I can work a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm always on my feet. I'm always going. So keeping it moving. Yeah.
1: Are there any other plans for expansion either within 22 West, Tri-State Restaurant Group or anything like that? Stay tuned. Stay tuned. It's a secret.
2: More content coming. More content. Stay tuned.
0: We do have some plans for uh, not this year, but um, next year. Um, we did get our trademark for Epic Cookies. Let's go. So um, you will be seeing a lot more action in Epic Cookies over the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, so stay tuned for some good uh, stuff. We are switching some stuff up with Epic over the next year or two. Um, so yeah, we have a lot of fun things. We do have a new bar coming in the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. So um, so yeah, so some things are in the pipeline. We do have. We did settle down with our little expansion crazy expansion over the past couple of years. Mm. Uh, nothing in 2023, nothing in 2024, but 2025, we do have some things in the pipeline, so. Let's go. What
2: would be your advice to someone who's like getting into the restaurant business and it's like it's like taking a lot of trial and error for them? Like, you know, they open up one spot, doesn't work out the next spot. Like, what would be your advice to someone?
0: Never give up on your goals. Yeah, You know, try, try hard, um, put your feet down, wear multiple hats. Uh, you're gonna have to do multiple jobs. I mean, when I first opened 22, it was uh, 120 hours a week, open to close every single day, seven days a week. I mean, I was I was bleeding 22s at that yeah, at that yeah. time. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I did a year and a half where I worked seven days a week. I mean, you're building a business, so you need to be there at every part to build the business. I was at every street fair, I was at every event, I was handing out my business cards, I was always rocking my, tw- you know, like still to this day. I'm not yeah. 22 West t-shirts, yeah. you know, like you see me at Costco, you see me at Target, you know, if someone's wearing a 22s t-shirt, it's probably me. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm always, you know, you always got to, you know, market yourself, rep yourself, you know, mm-hmm. and, and believe in yourself, believe yeah. in your product, you know, like getting bad reviews is not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It just, you know, it puts you into your, into your spot and you move yeah. on and you get there, you know, like when I first opened 22 and I was getting one star reviews cause like they didn't like my food, but you know, like I serve. 1500 to 2000 people a week. Like, I'm not gonna please everybody. Yeah. You know, on a Saturday night, we're doing 650, 700 burgers. Yeah. If one burger becomes a little bit more overcooked than the other, that's less than 1% of our burgers. I'm sorry that it happened to be your burger that you got. Yeah. But yeah. just know that, like, our, we're, we're not robots. Like, we're humans back there. Humans make errors. You know, like, yeah. You know, don't be first person to like go onto, you know, Google and bash us because, you know, like, you know, it's like, realize that like you know like we're all humans humans make errors we will always fix the problem Mm -hmm.
2: yeah of course and i like know how important like google reviews are nowadays and like i understand like a lot of people like that's like their decision maker whether or not they're even going to go to one's business but like sometimes when i'm reading the reviews i'm like those bad bad ones i'm like i don't know maybe it's just the person (laughs) they're having a bad day or something something because you see other ones like oh dude this place is the best and then one person's like there was no fucking pickles on my burger. And it's like <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right. yeah. oh, they didn't have any toilet paper in the bathroom. What did you say to anyone? Yeah. You know, like we didn't have any toilet paper in the bathroom? We would've probably put some in there. Mm-hmm. You know, like you didn't have to wipe your butt with like, you know,
1: <laughs> man, like, come on, dude. You know? So with going to like all these like like street fairs, like networking events, what's your key to like networking to to grow your business?
0: Um, you know, find good people, you know, uh, you know, like I said before, gift cards, coupons. Yeah. I and mean, coupons are huge, you know, giving $5 off something is, is never going to make or break your bank, but it gives people that edge to be like, Hey, let's go here tonight. We're going to get $5 off. They're like, let's 100%. try this. Place, you know,
1: or, I mean like more so like growing, like your relationships with the, between like suppliers and like meeting the right people to help grow your business.
0: So yeah, meeting suppliers was definitely the most, you know, you got to build relationships. You know, like when I, I always dealt with relationships. Like you walk into my restaurant, you better have a good attitude. You better be friendly. You know, you better be cool, hip. Like, I don't want no monotone people like, oh, you know, I'm selling you french fries today. You know? no. I
2: like, mean,
0: you know, be yeah. be cool. Like, know what we got. You know, so, and, and you know, like, I had a guy come in and, like, they didn't even know. Like, he'd never even been a restaurant before. He didn't know our menu. Mm-hmm. He was trying to sell me, like, steak that we didn't even have on the menu. Like, wh- like why are you wasting my time? <laughs> you know, and now we have our people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, like, in central New Jersey, there's always so many people we can work with. Mm-hmm. You know, Fedway does all our liquor. Mm-hmm. We can't choose another company that sells Tito's besides Fedway. Yeah. so We don't have a choice mm-hmm. but to use Fedway. Mm-hmm. Beer, you know, there's two big beer vendors. We don't have a choice but to use that. Mm-hmm. But then there's food. Food is where it, it's, it. you know, you can pick and choose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, now it really comes down to who has the best price. Mm-hmm. You know, so like when we first had, we had two main food vendors. We were using U.S. Foods. We had Plainfield Produce. And we have performance food group. Now we have seven food vendors because mm-hmm. every week pricing is changing, mm-hmm. you know. And like we need to nickel and dime as much as nickel and dime because of, you know, percentages are going down. It's it's been it's been it's it's hard.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. I feel like it's probably easier to spread it across the board and get the best price for
0: everything. Exactly. You know, like one week, you know, U.S. Foods might have great pricing on herbs, but mm-hmm. the following week their herbs went up because they lost a crop. Mm. You know, and then this week they. Different farms, different mm-hmm. areas, you know? Mm-hmm. So Is it, now it's like I got really good relationships mm-hmm. with people.
1: Is it hard to manage different relationships when your suppliers offer the same thing?
0: Do they get upset or like? Oh, yeah, it's a doggy dog world. Uh, That's why you have executive chefs that pretty much beat the crap out of them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like we all know, like, as you grow in the industry, you start learning how... Um, they do their markups. Mm-hmm. So like, we know that like the same companies are carrying the same product. Yeah. They're paying the same price for that product at wholesale. Mm-hmm. So this company's marking it up 8%. This company's marking it up 12%. So what we would do is go to like the U S foods and be like, Hey, can you do any better on these sweet tots? And they'll mm-hmm. be like, all right, let me check. And then they're like, yeah, okay. Yeah. So like, you always have to watch food vendors because they're, you know, they're not regulated, like mm-hmm. where the liquor is regulated by the ABC. Mm. Tito's is Tito's. Tito's is $24 a bottle, whether you buy it wholesaling from Fedway or you go to the liquor store. Same price. I pay the same exact price uh, that you guys pay in the liquor stores. Mm. Huh? You know, but legally, we can upcharge you. Yeah, because yeah,
1: you're the restaurant. Exactly. 100%. Damn, that's crazy. I think this might be a good time to happen to rabbit fire. So we do a a segment on our show where we spitfire some uh, rabbit fire questions at you. All right. Alright. Favorite favorite meal at 22 West?
2: Bridge Crew Burger. Favorite cookie at Epic? Chocolate chip. If you could be a master of one thing overnight, what would it be? Magic.
1: Mm. If uh, animals could talk, what would be the sassiest? Giraffes.
2: Putting or pitching? Pitching.
1: If you had to open up another restaurant in any other location, where would it be?
0: Southern California. I was going say Vegas.
2: Favorite vacation spot?
0: With the boys, Vegas. With the wife, Caribbean. <laughs> Favorite form of cuisine? Italian. Mm-hmm.
1: What's one, one thing everyone gets wrong about cooking?
2: Temperatures. Mm. Mm. What, how do you like your steak?
1: Medium rare. Who's your most underrated employee?
0: I, I don't know. As
2: underrated employee, huh?
1: That deserves some shine right now. I hate
2: when you ask <laughs> this question. I don't know. Yeah. You don't know. Oh, that's a good answer. <laughs> Joe's always trying to get yeah, yeah, yeah. out people and make others feel bad. Yeah, nice. Like, no,
0: give them I a little shine. A lot of good employees. It's yeah. It's good. tough to really put one into
2: Can you ever see like a tri state restaurant group podcast? I would love to. Mm. I think I'd be sick.
1: Um, what's one piece of advice you'd give your younger self? Don't give up.
2: Keep trying. Mm, piece of advice you'd give your older self. You made it.
0: Mm-hmm. If you could leave us off to a quote to this camera stay positive and smoke the weed.
1: <laughs> Kevin Mark gave it, buddy.
0: Let's go okay. golfing.